Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Warning. Guests of The Roy Green Show may experience the truth, being in the hot seat, and in some cases, crying. The Roy Green Show continues on the Chorus Radio Network. It has been one of the more difficult weeks. One of the more difficult weeks, certainly in the United States. And uh, we will talk more about the situation in the U.S. as we go through the weekend. And uh, I have an email that I'm going to read. Some of you, very few, heard it already. Um, I will read it for everyone else tomorrow from a member of the law enforcement community who got in touch with me, who I will not identify simply because he's not supposed to be doing what he did, and that is write his feelings on Friday morning, yesterday morning. Uh, it, again, seems like it was weeks ago, but it was just yesterday. He sent me the email at 3.43 in the morning, and it's going to generate, I know, a great deal of opinion and, and thought, and and we'll do that probably do that tomorrow. Lots coming up today. Lots today. There's been a development, a significant development as far as the RCMP is concerned. Federal Public Safety Minister Ralph Goodale has appointed former Federal Auditor General Sheila Fraser as independent special advisor on complaints by women in the RCMP of sexual harassment and sexual assault. So I'm curious what the most recognized publicly women who, the names you'll recognize, they're all with me now. Uh, uh, well, these women who uh, accuse and uh, continue to accuse the uh, force, members of the force of sexual harassment and assault, have to say about the public safety minister's move, and do they believe the public safety minister's appointment of Sheila Fraser is a rebuke of RCMP Commissioner Bob Paulson? Let me introduce you to the people who are with me now. They've all been on this program before. You know them all because you've seen them on your television screens. You've heard them on this radio program. They've been written about in major newspapers, um, all media in this country. Catherine Galliford, former RCMP corporal and spokesperson for the RCMP for years, who recently settled her sexual harassment lawsuit with the RCMP out of court. Hi, Catherine. Hello. How are you today? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm well. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. I'll talk to you in just a second about, uh, I'm going to start with you and have a question for you. And let me just introduce everyone else. Latoya Montague, uh, who has uh, undertaken a sexual harassment lawsuit against the RCMP. And Ralph Goodell wrote to Atoya Montague to directly about the Sheila Fraser appointment. Hi, Atoya. Hi, Roy. How are you? Great. Good to have you back with us. Thanks for having me. It's a big development. Alice Fox. RCMP officer who also launched a harassment lawsuit against the RCMP and one superior officer particularly. Hello, Alice. Hello. Good to have you with us. Thank you for having me. And Krista Carley, 19 years, an RCMP officer who settled sexual harassment, a sexual assault case out of court. She developed PTSD, as many of the women have, and the situation cost her her marriage. She's told us that in the past. Hi, Krista. Hi, Roy. And Dr. Greg Passy is a psychiatrist who's treating a number of women within the RCMP or members, maybe now formerly members of the RCMP, including Atoya Montague, 
and who's treated um, Canadian military for PTSD, including after the Rwanda genocide. Dr. Passy has sent letters to Justin Trudeau demanding that Ottawa take action on behalf of the uh, abused RCMP women. I have to say allegedly abused RCMP women. Uh, Dr. Passy, good to talk to you. It's the first time uh, we have an opportunity to, to, to include you in the program. Well, thank you. You sent me, Dr. Passy, let me start with this. You sent me a, um, an email yesterday with an attachment, and you and you wrote essentially, given what we're talking about, this is an important consideration. So I opened the, the attachment, and what did I see? I see a headline says, Outside Probe Sought in RCMP Bias Claims. And the story begins with these words. Allegations that female Mounties suffer sexual harassment must be reviewed by an independent body, not by an RCMP officer who might try to whitewash the issue. Liberals, MPs, demanded on Tuesday. That, Dr. Passy, what was the year? It was January 22nd, 1986. So um, we've had 30 years of the RCMP members attempting to deal with this. And the uh, end result has been, um, you know, we had the original six women come forward. We now have over 500 women suing the RCMP. So it's fairly clear that the RCMP are not capable of handling this issue. 30 years. 30 years. The story goes on to say, uh, will the Solicitor General not agree that an independent investigation into the serious allegations is necessary in order to avoid the possibility of a whitewash and a cover-up this is by John Nunziata, then Liberal Member of Parliament. Beatty, who was the Solicitor General at the time, sloughed off the demand, saying he has confidence in the Commissioner's integrity and his ability to assess recent reports of sexual harassment and rampant sexism within the force. Catherine Galliford, does that sound familiar? It sounds extremely familiar, and unfortunately it has gone on for decades, if not generations, because obviously prior to 1974, when women were allowed into the RCMP, men were being harassed as well. But it, I, I will give the government, uh, both conservative and liberal, some credit in the sense that perhaps the conservative government was paying lip service to us, but also perhaps they didn't realize how rampant this issue was and still is. And it's, it, it's nice now to finally see a government that is finally paying attention to us because we didn't have a voice within the RCMP, so now we actually have people listening to us who can make a difference. Well, you were described as being, and I'm paraphrasing here, as being, let's use the word unreliable. That's what the way you were described. I think that's a sort of a catchment phrase, isn't it, for the way you were being described by the RCMP brass when you first brought forward your complaint? Unreliable. You know, it means a lot of things. I, I've been called a lot of things. And so I can't remember all of the adjectives that have been used. But what I've learned um, basically from all of my colleagues across the country who are going through the same thing is that once a complaint is filed within the RCMP, um, it comes back on you. And um, you are called the victim is called random adjectives that make no sense. And then once your notice of claim within court um, is filed because we have no other option than to go to court. The RCMP will come back with a statement of defense calling you even more names. And so I'm, I'm beginning to think that they're running out of adjectives to call all of us women. They settled out of court 
for you. With me, yeah. With you, yeah. So, and you're still okay to speak with us? Yes, Clearly. I am. Clearly. Yes. Um, let's talk about this, uh, this appointment by uh, the public safety minister of um, the former Auditor General for Canada, Sheila Fraser, who I've interviewed many times in, in her role, former role as Auditor General. She is fearless. She is absolutely determined. And she cannot be she cannot be dissuaded from from finding what she wants to find. Now, uh, Atoya, you received the letter from um, from Minister Goodale, and what's your reaction to the appointment of uh, Sheila Fraser? And just well, just go ahead and tell tell us what the, your response to this sure. is. Sure. Um, well, first of all, I think he picked the right candidate, and I agree with you. She's fearless. She's tough. She has a very good proven track record to be a tough investigator, to be a truth seeker, and that is the bottom line here. We need the truth. We need it exposed. We need it shared, un- unfettered, unedited, unvetted with the Canadian public because we all feel, Roy, as much as you and other media have done a great job at exposing the truth and our truth for us, there's still not a total handle on the breadth, the depth, and the rampant nature of the abuses taking place within the RCMP. And what we're all very confident in is that Sheila Fraser's report is going to expose so many wrongdoings, so many cover-ups, so much colluding, and so much criminal activity that we are hopeful to see actual arrests and charges come from it, for one. We're also hopeful that it will result in the government, after 30 years of hearing these cases over and over again, Finally moving forward with decisive action to put together an external oversight body once and for all to give people of the RCMP a safe place to go to make their complaint so that they don't have to suffer what Catherine, Krista, Alice, Susan DeSaldo, and I have had to suffer after we've laid our complaints. Okay. Because the view just gets worse at that point. So. That's the first thing we want to see happen with this. But I want to say one thing before you move on, and that is there have been reports made going back probably decades now, many in the past 10 years, um, and government, governments have seen all these reports. They have a lot of information already, so we really want this to be the final report required to actually make the change and make the RCMP a safe place for people to go to work once and for all. Well, Commissioner we Paulson. More examination after Sheila Fraser. We, we have confidence in her, and we believe it should be the one. Commissioner Paulson, in 2011, gave an interview to the Globe and Mail, in which he said essentially that if this isn't resolved and dealt with, that they could be the result in the end of the force. So I've tried now yeah. twice, as everybody knows. I've tried twice. I tried more than twice, but officially tried twice to have the commissioner come on this program. You all come on the show. You all talked about. What what your what your charging happened to you? You've all be, been been open about uh, about speaking about your concerns um, and 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 your experiences. Twice I've had um, uh, written uh, exchanges with the RCMP with the commissioner's office, and twice uh, they've they've simply said no, no, no. We're going to take a break. You know, we'll come back with uh, with my guests with Toya Montague, Alice Fox, Catherine Galliford, Krista Carley. And Dr. Greg Passy, and we'll talk more about about this issue, the developments going forward. What Sheila Fraser's appointment to be independent advisor to the federal public safety minister means 
There are more than 500 women who've led five more than 500 women who've lodged complaints uh, and filed charges in, in other cases. More than 500 filed charges uh, of sexual harassment and or sexual assault against members of the RCMP. And um, we'll talk about that when we come back with my guests. Stay with us on The Green Show on the Cordless Radio Network. Direct, hard-hitting, no-holds-barred. The Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. You can follow me on Twitter at The Roy Green Show. Emails to Roy at RoyGreenShow.com or... On Facebook and the webpage is RoyGreenShow.com. In the podcast, you can listen back to anything that we are anytime, including this hour, with women in the RCMP or formerly in the RCMP who have consistently charged that they were sexually harassed and or sexually assaulted. And there are more than 500, and they are these, these for more than 500 women, and the cases are before the courts. Now, in individual cases, as Toya Montague has told us, in her case, she's 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 going to court individually. She's not part of the class action suit. And so she's paying her own money for the court situation, court costs. And delays are seem to be being built in, which are bankrupting Toya Montague. We're going to get back to that, Toya, with you. Uh, I, I just want to talk to Dr. Passy for a moment, please, Dr. Greg Passy. I get everybody on as we go through this hour. This is so critically important because we're talking about we're talking about uh, just the most fundamental rights that a person has, and we're talking about an iconic brand that represents Canada, and we're talking about this iconic brand being accused of covering up, being accused of covering up sexual harassment and sexual assaults. Dr. Passy, the commissioner Bob Paulson has officially said that sexual harassment is not tolerated in the RCMP. So I gather from that that the commissioner... I'd love to talk to him. So I gather from that that the commissioner is saying sexual harassment is not ongoing in the RCMP at present, and yet we have hundreds of women suing the RCMP. I don't know how the commissioner reconciles his statement with that fact, but would you please speak to the PTSD and the mental health and emotional well-being of your patients within the RCMP? Well, uh, you know, it's a very sort of difficult subject. Um, first off, we have a national police force that's supposed to be enforcing uh, laws and enforcing, uh, ensuring safety of, of uh, all our citizens, and yet they're incapable of doing this within their own organization. Um, in regards to post-traumatic stress disorder, there's, there's two uh, fairly major components. There's the exposure to a psychologically traumatic event, so sexual, ongoing sexual harassment, sexual assault, um, even just abuse of power um, potentially can cause PTSD. The other critical component, though, is the level of support you receive um, by your uh, coworkers, um, your employer, uh, your family, etc., um, that is as important as the actual traumatic event in the evolution and perpetuation of the symptoms. For the RCMP to continually deny um, that these types of inappropriate behavior and abuse of power are occurring 
And basically what they're saying is not only uh, is it not occurring, but anyone coming forward um, must obviously be lying because they're spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on each of these cases before they even get to discovery to defend uh, the force and the alleged perpetrators. Um, so we have a we have a basically a very terrible situation in that uh, we have this iconic uh, police force um, and members within that police force who are abusing uh, their level of power um, and then denying that they're doing anything wrong. Um, and it's one thing for, and I hear it all the time, um, they quote the policies. Um, it's one thing to have something written. It's a whole other thing to ensure that it's actually implemented and enforced. And the problem is it's not being implemented and it's not being enforced by the very people um, that should be the leaders within this organization. And Dr. Passy, this is a this is a multi generational issue. We started the show. We Absolutely. started this hour talking about something you sent me, and that's a new story from 1986, 30 years ago, calling right. for the very thing that's being demanded now, and that's a an impartial investigation. And we finally have a a, a public safety minister who's a, appointed just an incredible woman, Sheila Fraser. Yeah. Um, we, we're going to have to take a break in a minute and a half. Let me get to, I, I've never spoken on the program, well, not until now, with Alice Fox. Alice, um, thank you. And, and and just say, what, please tell us what needs to be said from your perspective. Add to this in the 90 seconds we have before we take the break. Okay. Well, um, I completely agree with Dr. Passi. Um, in my own case, I had um, concerns about criminal allegations, um, but I will speak about, uh, you know, a recent call that I had. I spoke to a member who was um, sexually assaulted on the job and was given the option to go by way of internal process or by criminal code. And I I couldn't even believe what I was hearing because to me, um, the criminal code trumps any policies that he has. And if this allegation is made, I don't believe a victim should be given the choice of which direction this should take. So, so the, the choice have, was the choice was well, you can either choose a policy within the RCMP or you can choose the the law. Yeah, and the fact of the matter is, is we don't have that choice. No, we no, don't, don't have that choice. There's a little thing called the rule of law that yeah. we must abide to. And the entire organization is responsible. I mean, the very fundamental reason for the existence of the RCMP is to enforce. The law. The law. Let me take a break. Yeah. I have to take a break. We'll come back. We'll, we'll get Krista Carley involved in, a, in, in our conversation. More with Atoya Montague, uh, Alice Fox, Catherine Gallifer, Dr. Greg Passy. And uh, stay with us on the Chorus Radio Network. Roy Green Show. Passionate, patriotic, a little bit pugilistic, and always professional. Hear what Roy Green has to say on the Chorus Radio Network. Do you think Mr. Uh, Mr. 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 Sunny Ways will, uh, will will step up? I, I just have trouble with Sunny Ways. I don't anyway, the Prime Minister has an opportunity to step up and deal with the Iranians, apparently, and get four Canadian kids back to their mother in Canada. We're going to talk to the kids' mom in the next hour. Alison Azur will be back with us. Prime Minister said he's going to make... Getting those kids back, a personal priority. 
Allison on Tuesday said, she's been on the show before, her four Canadian kids were abducted by their father, who uh, was a Kurdish re- uh, refugee in Canada, then became a doctor and was celebrated by the previous government, and then took off with the kids, abducted them. There's a Canada-wide arrest warrant out for him, and Interpol's looking for him. And apparently, he's in Iran. He's been detained by the Iranians. Well, Mr. Trudeau appears to have a reasonable relationship with the mullahs, so maybe he can get the kids back. Okay, Sonny? I have five guests, six, five, and a caller. Never happens. But this is important that we do it this way. Because the federal public safety minister, for those of you just joining us, Ralph Goodale, has appointed uh, an absolutely incredible person as the um, as the independent special advisor on complaints by women in the RCMP of sexual harassment and sexual assault. Mr. Goodale has appointed Sheila Fraser, the former Auditor General federally, as I said earlier, she's absolutely fearless. Now, the sexual harassment and sexual assault issue, as we also pointed out at the beginning of the show, goes back to at least as far as, I mean, this is maybe earlier, but 1986. 1986. New story. Allegations that female Mounties suffer sexual harassment must be reviewed by an independent body, not by an RCMP officer who might try to whitewash the issue. Liberal MPs demanded on Tuesday, 19, December 1986. With me, Dr. Greg Passy, psychiatrist, and he is a mental health consultant for a number of women in the RCMP, including Toya Montague, who is a civilian employee of the RCMP. Sexual harassment, uh, Toya told us about what she encountered last time she was on the program. Alice Fox is with us for the first time. You'll recognize these names. They've been talked about. They've been they've been open. They've been in the media in this country, and they've and they've shared what happened to them. And they're challenging and charging the RCMP. Catherine Galliford, who was described in very unflattering terms after being the spokesperson for the RCMP for years, described in unflattering terms by the RCMP brass. Who then, when they went to court, settled out of court with Catherine. She's with us. Krista Carley, 19 years. A member, of a police officer of the RCMP, settled out of court, PTSD, cost of her marriage. Dr. Greg Passy with us, as I said. Krista, we haven't talked to you yet. There's going to be a little time for everybody because of all of the, you know, we have a lot of voices, a lot to tell. Krista, what's most important about the uh, the appointment of Sheila Fraser and what hasn't been said so far in the hour that needs to be said? Again, I'm very pleased that Sheila is going to be taking this on, and I want to give your listeners kind of the most current, uh, just unbelievable example at the Canadian Police College, the, uh, the scandal that we heard about that, um, Marco Caladrini was uh, initially suspended with pay, and uh, in 2015, the adjudication board reprimanded him and his supervisor, docked them five and seven days pay, respectively, for disgraceful conduct relating to being nude at work. So. Why aren't these guys out of a job? Why are they being docked pay? They should be gone. Well, isn't there, um, let me just find here, isn't there Bill C-42? Oh, well, this is RCMP. This is RCMP specific. Is it not C-42? Yes. Okay, but Bill C-42 uh, gives the RCMP commissioner the, the, the right to fire. Well, you explain it to us. Toya, what does C-42 do? It essentially was the spirit of it was to give the commissioner the right to fire bad apples, mis- misconduct, misbehaving members um, without having to go through a lengthy due process. 
because it's the right thing to do by the Canadian public. And so what we found instead, Roy, is to my knowledge um, to date, the only way that that Bill C-42 is being implemented internally is to get rid of the complainants of harassment like me. I've received my fifth letter of, and a quote, we're using Bill C-42 to dismiss you unless you do the following. Um, that's my fifth letter that they're continuing to try to fire me with, and we have not heard of anyone who actually perpetuates harassment, sex assault, or misconduct at work being fired with it. Only the harassment complainers are being targeted with this new law. So it's totally not being used in a sphere it was ever written and, and implemented for. Um, <laughs> and, but but they're, uh, using, fact, they're using C-42 against you, right? Oh, absolutely. I have five Anybody minutes. else? Yep. Anybody else on our panel is C-42? Me. And who's me? <laughs> Catherine. Okay. Catherine Gallagher. They tried to. They were attempting to. And then um, I was suddenly settled with. But they, I was getting the threatening letters as well. And and, and you take the them difference. to court, yeah, and, the and they don't let I, it go I, to its... Con- ha- Sorry. No, I had a trial date set for 2017. That was my second trial date because the first one got cancelled for 2015. But during this entire process, I have been receiving threatening letters from the RCMP, initially from health services to get me back to work, and then from the RCMP knocking on my door, breaking my doorbell. They were outside of my house for an hour and a half on one occasion. And then under Bill C-42, the letters changed, and they were we were in the process. Basically, you get three letters ahead of time. Um, before you're actually discharged. And so I have friends who have actually received um, letters saying that, oh, I just received my letter today, but apparently I was medically discharged last week. And my understanding, mm-hmm. I have friends across the country, but my understanding is definitely happening here in BC, but it started in Alberta now too. So I don't know what's happening with members across the country, but Bill C-42 is definitely being used against the victims because we are now the bad apples. Now let me and introduce you to... Out, yeah, sorry? So I just want to say that that was one of the two questions we posed to the Prime Minister and the Minister back in November when we wrote this letter that has prompted this response to employ Sheila Fraser to do the review. He, he didn't redress the two questions we had in our letter, which was, number one, please ask the Commissioner to stop using Bill C-42 to, to fire harassers before their complaints are settled either in the internal process or in court. And number two, can you please make sure that you're leveling the playing field and at least give us an equal amount of funding as you are the bad guys who you're defending with taxpayer money, the rapists and the sex assaulters and the, you know, the bad guys. At least match that funding with us, the victims, who are paying out of pocket. And the minister didn't address either of those two serious issues in this response. So I actually wrote him back and said, you know, this is great. We're happy with your appointment with Sheila Fraser, and we're going to participate fully. However, you're missing two critical points, and I could end up fired and unable to continue my um, process for justice if you don't intervene here on our behalf, you know? So, I, you know, I still have that question. I still want the minister to answer us. All right. Now, now, since individuals have been named in, in court cases, I, you know, say a rapist, we have to say alleged um, rapists, you understand. Um, now, what I hear on a regular basis after I talk to Atoya or I talk talk to Catherine or I've talked to Chris this first time I'm talking to um to uh, to Alice but what I what I what I get um, a lot of the time is is emails 
or tweets or messages in social networking saying, so are they just women who got into a men's profession and they can't take a little bit of joking, they, 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 can't, they can't deal with what the job is all about. So joining us now, he's just called in, is a retired sergeant on the RCMP, male, and and Bob, can I can I use your first or, or or first and last name? No, go ahead, Roy. Bob Billado, former sergeant, retired sergeant, RCMP, was also a trainer at uh, at the depot in Saskatchewan. And the first time Bob was on the program, he called in on uh, a segment we had. I think Catherine Galliford was part of the show, as was Krista Carley. So, Bob. Your sense of what's going on, and then the position that some people take is, look, these are just um, women who try to get into a male environment and can't handle it. What do you say, sir? Well, just to that particular point, uh, the RCMP historically and probably still to this day has only recruited A-type personalities. And the culture is very competitive, and uh, that starts from when we're in depot till, till we retire. Everybody's fighting for the next spot. And, uh, the, you know, it's, it's not a, it's a, a hierarchical system, and uh, it's only the strong survive. And it's, uh, it has to change because the world has changed. So when you listen, Bob, when you listen to uh, Toya Montague, to Alice Fox, Catherine Galliford, Krista Carley, and other women in the RCMP, over 500 have laid charges or have started lawsuits. What do you, what do you say? What do you, what do you hear? I mean, I, go ahead. Historically, you know, I mean, uh, it was when men are men and sheep are nervous. That was we had, We're full of all kinds of lines. But the Zamana police is an old boys, old school, and we're talking 100 years old school organization. And it was, uh, it was a men's club, and it still is, and, and that's one of the problems. But to get back to this story, I said when the minister has to clean up the mess of the commissioner, uh, I think the commissioner started looking for another job, or if he was a dinosaur, a tar pit. I think the big problem in the Zamana police, as far as... Uh, uh, other than the, our out-of-control uh, steroid masculinity problem, is uh, their basic problem is uh, groupthink. In a hierarchical society, uh, we follow the boss, and, and unfortunately that has to change, and it's a classic example of the emperor has no clothes, and that's one of the problems. Right. I think to solve the problem is uh, the commissioner was, uh, he may have fitted in with the previous government, but I can sure and especially from the action of the minister, that uh, he doesn't fit into the new one. He has to go, and his inner circle has to go, as they are the problems. Bob, thank you. Hold, hold on. We're going to take a break. We'll come back. And when we come back, I'm just going to step aside, and we'll have, um, have my guests say what needs to be said in the time that we have left. Stay in this hour. Stay with us. Taking on the Titans, standing up for the little guy. It's the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Want to listen back to this segment on the uh, 
sexual harassment, sexual assault charges and claims. And, um, just go to RoyGreenshow.com in the podcast. You'll find it there. Uh, the commissioner of the RCMP has had opportunities more than once, twice. Uh, I, I mean, I've officially invited him twice to be on the program, speak to these issues. Twice they've declined. Unofficially, I've made it very clear on the air time and again that Commissioner Paulson is welcome to come on the air and speak to what we're hearing from Atoya Montague, Alice Fox, Catherine Galliford, Krista Carley, and Dr. Greg Passy. We have a, about five or six minutes left. I want to step aside, and uh, Dr. Passy, uh, Krista, Catherine, Alice, Atoya, uh, whoever wants to say something that needs to be said that we haven't said yet, please go ahead. If I could, just I, identify yourselves, please. I just, I'd like to correct the misperception here. Um, the focus certainly today has been on uh, the harassment and abuse of female officers. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think your listeners need to know I actually have more male um, officers in my patient population that have been subjected to inappropriate uh, abuse of power and harassment. So, um, I th- More I than women? More than, more, I have more male uh, officers who have been subjected to harassment and abuse than, than female officers. Um, and part of the problem, of, of course, is there is not leadership within the RCMP. Um, Commissioner Paulson is at best a poor manager. He's not a leader. And the organization needs um, leadership um, in regards to ethics, more morality, and legal application of policies and stuff. Um, this is not limited to the women officers. This is force-wide, uh, inappropriate application of and abuse of power. Is Sheila Fraser's mandate to look into all of this? No. Good question. It's actually the parameters sound quite narrow. Um, she has already reached out to my lawyer, and to our lawyer, I should say, and, and to me directly. Um, and we've been told that her parameters are rather narrow. She's looking mostly at what happens from the moment a person complains. I don't think it's gender-specific, her parameters, but specifically what happens to an individual after they lay a complaint internally and what policies and procedures are used to support that person, they're looking at the retaliation, that kind of thing, which is important, but I think we, I would like to see those parameters expanded, but we'll start where we're starting and go forward. Uh-huh. May I say something really quickly? I'd like to, yeah. no, no, it's okay. It's okay. But uh, one of the things I'd like to point out is there's a severe lack of accountability within the RCMP. So they can run around and put new words on paper to make it look really good for the general public <clears throat> and the government having a look at those words on paper. And I don't like it when people talk about, oh, sexual harassment and, oh, you got patted on the bum when you were bending over at work because, oh, guess what? Okay, being patted on the bum is still technically a sexual assault, but I know people who have been gang raped by their entire watch. And that female either quits the force or gets transferred. And so what's in store for the next female member that goes in there? And that's what's being hidden by the RCMP within their internal investigation. Catherine, I have to ask. These are actually criminal code offenses. I have to ask, how does, how does a gang rape take place and not, not become a major national issue? How does it, nobody says anything. I mean, how, people will be asking that question. How does that happen? Because the victim won't talk because she's too afraid, and the guys get away with it because there is no accountability. 
And because women are watching what happened to us after we complained, they're too afraid to come forward. People don't want to lose their homes, their relationships, their health, their careers. So because there's been no accountability, and none of our harassers have faced any consequence, so they, what's their incentive to come forward and complain? And when you can't go to the police to report mm-hmm. a crime taking place at the workplace, where do you go? Where, do you, where are we supposed to go when we, can't, we go to even independent police forces? Because one of our friends was sexually assaulted in, in a city that's not RCMP, um, jurisdiction and that this police department colluded with the RCMP to cover it up. See, the last time I spoke so about this, I immediately had a call from a go. Calgary female police officer. Now we have firefighters, including a firefighter in Toronto, female firefighter in Toronto, said she had to lock herself in the bathroom at night. Mm-hmm. Alice, Roy, Alice, Roy, oh, hold on. I'm going to yeah. steal Alice's line because we have to get it in here. <laughs> Alice said to me, and us girls, she said, when I joined the RCMP, I had no IG idea. I was joining the mafia. There you well, go. Well, you know, there's a That's lot being there's a lot being said. A lot of accusations made. A lot of charges have been laid. Five hundred plus women have have laid charges. Doctor Passy's treating more male members than 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 female members of the RCMP. This is a huge issue, and it's not not going to be possible for the for the commissioner Roy, to avoid. Can I, and we have twenty can seconds. I, go ahead, Roy. Okay, Re- really quick here. Um, you know what? Yes, males are definitely victimized. And I really do want to honor that because a lot of people are focusing in on the women. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that needs to be understood, too, is that my entire watch, my entire unit supported uh, what happened. They stepped forward with me. So it's not just like a one girl complaint. Okay. Um, everybody said the same thing. All right. I have no to protection. I have to stop here just because we've run out of time for the hour. But thank you all for joining us. A big development. Sheila Fraser is going to be the independent advisor to the Federal Minister for Public Safety. Atoya Montague, Alice Fox, Catherine Gallifrey, Krista Carley, Dr. Greg Passy. Thank you. Bob Bilodeau, thank you for calling in, Bob. Thanks. Thank all you. The gate. you. We'll thank talk you. again, everybody. Bye-bye.